Welcome to another edition of the Flathead Beacon Podcast. I'm your host, Micah Drew, recording from the beautiful Flathead Valley. It's Friday, July 22nd. Two and a half years ago, the Flathead Valley's oldest craft beer establishment in downtown Whitefish closed its doors. The only thing brewing inside the iconic building since then has been rumors. Just this week, however, the Black Star Draft House reopened its doors with a new partnership with Jeremiah Johnson Brewing Company out of Great Falls to bring the tap house and restaurant back to life. Jeremiah Johnson himself took some time to chat with me about his ties to the Flathead Valley, how long he's wanted to open a brew pub in the area, and what it took to finally realize that dream. I did speak with Jeremiah while he was sitting in an airport in Sioux Falls, so the audio might be a little off, but the discussion is great and I hope you'll enjoy listening to it. Before we get to Jeremiah, though, a quick reminder that this podcast is sponsored in part by members of the Flathead Beacon Editors Club. Members support all of our journalism in all of its forms, in print, online, and here in the podcast studio, and they do so for as little as $5 per month. Plus, they get some extra perks, too. So to find out more or join today, visit BeaconEditorsClub.com. I'm Jeremiah Johnson. I'm the president and owner of Jeremiah Johnson Brewing Company. Uh, we're headquartered in Great Falls, Montana. We have a tap room in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and now we're going to have a 10-barrel brewery and a brew pub in Whitefish. Well, everyone's very excited about that. I do want to start with a little bit of your background. Uh, you started brewing uh, in Great Falls back before it was uh, renamed. It was the Front Brewery, but initially you actually come from the Flathead. Can you kind of talk about your time from here getting into Great Falls and into the industry? Yeah, I mean, I was born and raised in uh, Kalispell, uh, graduated from Flathead High back in 1996. I went to Russell Elementary, Edgerton, the Kalispell Junior High up uh, in Northridge, and uh, got out of high school. Uh, I ended up in Bozeman, Montana, uh, finally earned my degree uh, in marketing from Montana State. I uh, was fortunate enough to meet my lovely wife, Katie, uh, while I was still in college. Um, she was taking a summer class to get ahead. I was taking a summer class to catch up. <laughs> and uh, she was sitting right there in the front row. And I thought she was uh, very cute. So I sat next to her. And that was 20 years ago. So uh, from there, we we ended up in San Diego, California for a number of years. And you know, that was a good experience. And then back to Great Falls in 2010. And that uh, kind of a series of events in Great Falls led me to the to the beer world. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's start a little bit about what it is that kind of got you into the beer world. And your first experience was with uh, a brewery by a different name, The, the Front. I, yeah. still, I still remember drinking Front beers when I started uh, college in Missoula before uh, everything changed and, and took on your name. Talk about starting in yeah. that industry. Yeah, The Front Brewing Company. So, you know, I was a, I was a real estate development, uh, commercial development. Uh, economic development type of uh, guy. And that's where my career was at the time. And I, uh, I met a guy who, who owned the front brewing company. 
And I actually was just working with him on a, a big project on the redevelopment of the West Bank of the River in Great Falls. And it was through him, got to learn about his brewery and uh, about the front itself. And uh, kind of a series of events led me to um, taking a look at acquiring uh, that brewery from him. And uh, I, he asked me to actually take over management, my wife and I, in 2017, which we did. Mm-hmm. And um, once we got into that, I could really see that he had built some amazing infrastructure. He'd really set that business up to do a lot more than it was doing. So we went to him and, and you know, we expressed that we did want to try to acquire the assets of the company. And that took us a while. Uh, we actually ran it as a front for about 18 months before we finalized the purchase. But while we, I think the key thing we did was as we were working on the, f- the finalization of the purchase, mm-hmm. we hired a firm to help us freshen the look of the front brewing company. It wasn't our original intention to change the name, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, it was suggested that perhaps a name change would be the right move for new owners. And, you know, I was just fortunate to have the name Jeremiah Johnson. And then, of course, they had the trademarked Mountain Man product. It just was one of those things where initially it wasn't an idea I was a huge fan of uh, because I was just nervous about putting my name on it. And, but my wife and I actually, I remember the, the moment we made the decision, we were having a couple drinks uh, after this meeting with our design firm. And we really have poured, we, to, to do all of this, we poured everything we had into it. I mean, and we frankly, you know, we had to, we were like getting under the couch cushions to make this happen. <laughs> and uh, when we really thought about that, you know, it made sense. I was like, you know what? We're in this to, to do it. There's no looking back. Let's, let's put our name on it. And uh, I'm really thankful we did that because we really, once we did that, we came out of the gates extremely fast and we really were able to grow quickly. Mm. Um, you know, that first year we just sold beer in Montana, but by year two, it was Montana and Idaho and Wyoming. And now we sell beer in, in 12 total states, which, you know, sometimes I can't even believe that. <laughs> you know, I'm in Sioux Falls, South Dakota today, and we've got our beer in all the high V grocery stores here. And so it's like, that's kind of the major one here. And so that's kind of how that all came about. Yeah, your, your expansion was pretty quick. I mean, moving over to the Coeur d'Alene tap room. Talk to me about when you started thinking about Whitefish and coming back to the area. I mean, that building was up in 2020, yeah. 2019. I'll be very honest. I was thinking about coming to Whitefish before I finalized the purchase. Excellent. I, uh, growing up in the Valley. So when we purchased assets, we bought two breweries, the large 30 barrel brew system and mm-hmm. large 60 barrel fermenters, which we do our mass production out of in Great Falls. But we also purchased a 10-barrel facility, which is still a sizable facility. And that kind of got mothballed at the beginning because when we started, I simply didn't have enough help or or energy to run two uh, locations. So we we really decided to go with the production facility and distribution model first, which is not typical at all, but it worked for us. 
And um, I was always thinking that 10 barrel system would end up in the valley. I just didn't know where. Did you have any any ideas of like possible locations? Like when you were laying awake at night and thinking about where you'd love to be be serving beer and, and producing it, did you have a couple things in mind? You know, nothing specific. Uh, we always did kind of think about whitefish, certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the time, we didn't know there was no opportunity at the forefront. Um, you know, we certainly thought about Kalispell. We certainly thought about kind of the north end of Kalispell. Mm. We thought about the south end of Kalispell. Um, you know, my my folks own Dell's Bar out in Summers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we even thought about doing something out in summers, oh, uh, nice. but nothing, nothing got very serious ever. I just, we weren't at that point. Um, but as it turned out, it's kind of an interesting tidbit. Uh, before we ever knew the Great Northern building was go- going to become available, I mean, it was operating. My wife and I went out to dinner in Whitefish one night early on, and we stood on that corner uh, of the park there looking back at the building and said we actually said wouldn't it be cool if we do something like this someday and about a year later we were actually working on it which was just just one of those odd things to me that's incredible well yeah. obviously there were there were some delays in getting everything going and the, you know pandemic kind of puts a wrench in a few things but you guys were always moving. I know you were quoted in the article. This was the worst kept secret in the Montana beer world. Everyone thought they knew yeah. things, but didn't really know things. Yeah, it was fun for me. Actually, I just got off the phone with one of my distributors mm-hmm. in Bozeman, and he was just congratulating us on the article. He'd seen it. He actually has a place in Whitefish. And uh, I was telling him, I go, you know, we were... Rob and Scott and and myself and Katie, we were, we were in pretty much lockstep from the very beginning of what we were going to do. But there was a lot of speculation and rumors along the way. And uh, many times I wanted to just say, Hey, this is what we're doing, but we didn't want to say too much because we, we were always a little bit uncertain of the timing and you never want to get people talking about something too early before it happens. So you know, people knew we were up to something. Our close friends certainly knew we were up to something, but uh, still we heard lots of crazy speculation. I had people apologize, like, oh, I'm sorry that fell through. And, <laughs> you know, I just sat there and smiled. <laughs> but, yeah, it's rewarding. It's This project is, um, you know, it's super meaningful to us just because, like I mentioned, it has been in our heart since we started that something would come to fruition in the flathead. And so it just seems wild that everything fell together the way it did. And, you know, the partners, I think because of the ability of the partners, we were, we've been able to set the stage for something that could be really, really special. Yeah. Well then talk just a little bit about how it, uh, exists in its current form. I mean, people are definitely trickling in and they've been looking in the windows, but I mean, you've got the full kitchen set up, you've got the full brew house set up, you've got an amazing tap room along that uh, north wall there. Talk about how you kind of got that design and everything going with your partners. Well, yeah. I mean, Rob, Rob Isaacson's, uh, he's a real estate guy. And I mean, I think, you know, he had the vision for that building when he purchased mm-hmm. it. 
Uh, I think he had a, an idea in his head. I know one of the first things he said to me was, you know, this is such valuable retail real estate now because of how Whitefish has evolved. Um, and then Scott uh, Gerber, you know, that's his business. He owns and operates nightclubs. He knows how to put them together on a large scale. He's both Rob and Scott have what's been cool to work with them, you know, is that they both have an incredible attention to detail, like mm. super high, super, super high. Every little thing is checked. And that gave me a lot of confidence, you know, just just watching how they work when they are looking at things and how things should be and, and look in the end. It gave me this like great feeling that, hey, we're we're a good team here. Like we can we can we're going to make this happen. I'm going to make great beer. They're going to make sure the customer experience is fantastic. The setting's going to be over the top. Um, so that was just super cool. It was kind of, you know, I would say Rob's real estate vision and Scott's uh, deep knowledge of how to, how to lay out a floor plan and, and make things work. I would like to add, I mean, the kitchen is a big part of the business. My experience operating my own uh, brew pub in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Like I quickly realized how important the food was. You know, when we started in Coeur d'Alene, we did a little bit of food. Uh, we quickly realized, you know, to keep customers in there and bring more customers in, you have to deliver a great product to eat. And uh, that I know that's extremely important to me and Scott and Rob too. And I think when people come in, they're going to be really excited. Uh, the menu is small right now, but the quality is super high. The smash burgers are off the hook. The pizzas are made fresh. The dough's made in-house. The salads are great. Um, so I think people will really like that. And we're going to do late night food too, which I know is helpful for people in downtown Whitefish. Yeah, it's, it's much needed. I don't know how we've survived this long with, without something like it. I popped in on, on Tuesday night, I believe. It was absolutely packed. Uh, I, think I got the last spot at the bar. But what is it like knowing that, that the reaction so far has been, I mean, just outstanding from the community? It's felt, I mean, it feels nice. Uh, I've been anxious. I know, you know, any business owner is when you're doing something new mm -hmm. and you're opening something to the public. And for me personally, I have my name on my brand. So, you know, that makes me, it's a good thing. It makes me hyper aware. Um, and it's an interesting feeling to walk into a bar and see, you know, a hundred people drinking a, a product that has your personal name on it. It makes me extremely hyper aware of the quality that we're putting out. Mm -hmm. And um, in the end, it makes me a better business owner. But the, the, the reaction as a whole has just been, you know, tremendous. My phone has been blowing up for the last few days, particularly since my face was on the cover of the beacon a few days ago. Uh, I'm getting hit from all angles on my uh, text messages. Um, so hopefully... You know, I know people are excited. And so now our job is the stage is set. So now it's our job to deliver and we're going to do that. And um, I'm excited to get home tonight. And then I know tomorrow night, a lot of people are going to come out and I'm sure it's going to be a big night for all of us in Whitefish tomorrow. 
That'll be awesome. Well, uh, the last thing I want to ask you, um, obviously, as the as the brewmaster with your face on every glass and uh, every can, what do you recommend people be drinking when they walk in this weekend? Oh, okay. Well, one thing that's going to be very fun about this is I don't know if everybody realizes this or knows this yet, but the beer we start brewing in Whitefish is going to, for the most part, be exclusive to Whitefish. So, you know, we're going to brew our traditional mountain man, of course. It will be the Whitefish version of that. The hazy IPA, all those things that people are going out in stores and enjoying. And and seems like we're on tap at a lot of places in the Valley right now, which is awesome uh, to see. But we're going to make some new stuff. Mm. Uh, We have five recipes right out the gate uh, that once we get brewing here in a couple weeks... Those will be new beers to our lineup. They'll never have been drank by anyone before. Uh, And so no pressure on our team, but uh, we're going to execute. They're going to be great beers. But if I had to tell you what to go in to drink tonight, you know, it's hot out there. I'd drink a Cerveza, the Mexican Mm -hmm. lager. Uh, That's a a tremendous beer. Uh, Everybody who's had it so far, we've had a lot of of great commentary on that. And then, you know, if if you want something a little with a little more oomph to it, uh, the Hazy IPA uh, is an award-winning beer for us. And the Hazy Pale, uh, 5% alcohol, uh, still a hazy beer. Uh, we use a different hop in that. And that's great, too. Uh, they're all good. They're all good. Well, there we go, direct from uh, the man with his face on, on every I, trust cup me, and I, beer in there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Well, when we hooked all the beer up the first night when we were doing the friends and family thing, that might have been the most nervous I've been because <laughs> once all the beers were hooked up, I had to try them all and make sure they're all good. And uh, I went through all all 10. We'll have more in the future, well, 12. But I went ten through 10 beers, and I was happy with all of them. So that was a good good feeling there. Well, awesome. Well, everyone here is definitely excited. Uh, I had a great experience my first time. I'm looking forward to many more. And uh, I guess we'll be excited to see you around Whitefish a lot more. Yeah, for sure. I'll be there. I can't wait to see everyone out there. Well, Jeremiah, thanks so much for chatting a little bit and have a safe trip back from uh, the other side of the country. All right. Thanks, man. A huge thanks to Jeremiah Johnson for taking the time to chat with me on the podcast today. The Tap House in Whitefish is open for business. I went in a couple days ago and it is hopping. So head in there, try one of the 10 beers on tap, grab some food, and enjoy having a new staple in the community. Now, here are a few news stories from the week you should know about. Community groups are showing great opposition to some large-scale developments in the Flathead Valley. At the Flathead County Planning Board meeting on July 13th, dozens of local residents showed up to oppose a 155-acre zone change request along KM Ranch Road that would pave the way for a 268 housing unit development as well as commercial development on the property. But they showed up to find that the board opted to push the public hearing until September. This is the second time the board has opted to move the public hearing back. The group Friends for Responsible Rural Growth, which formed in response to the prospective development, has urged the county's planning director to deny the zone change application, 
due to it not containing an adequate traffic impact study and for failing to address the issues of water, sewer, and schools given the anticipated population increase in the area. Meanwhile, over in Columbia Falls, the city's planning board and zoning commission ended their July 12th meeting early due to the number of people who showed up in person to comment on the River Highlands development that could bring 455 units of housing to a 50-acre plot of land east of the Flathead River. The development generated more than 100 emails and letters prior to the meeting, and they will continue the public hearing on August 9th at Columbia Falls Junior High where they can accommodate the expected attendance. Down in Kalispell over at Rebecca Farm, world-class equestrians are currently taking part in the 21st edition of the event at Rebecca Farms, which will go through the weekend. This equestrian triathlon drew nearly 600 competitors this year from around the country and Canada, and it involves competing in three disciplines, dressage, show jumping, and cross-country. Following the event, organizers at Rebecca Farm will rehabilitate the land to prepare to host the United States Eventing Association's American Eventing Championships at the end of August, which is just the second time the national championships have been held west of the Mississippi. Hunter, our media director, went out there today and shot some great photos, and he will have that gallery posted, and I'll link it in the show notes. But if you have a chance to head out there, be sure to do so. Admission is free, but a donation is welcome. The last thing I have for you today, as I am recording this on Thursday afternoon, is Kalispell's Parkline Trail is officially open with a ribbon-cutting ceremony that I am going to head off to in a few minutes. This trail is now fully finished and landscaped and provides a wonderful way to see a new side of downtown Kalispell. If you're in the area, be sure to go for a walk, run, or ride along the trail. That's all I have for you today before I head off to that ribbon-cutting ceremony. As always, you can stay up to date on the latest local news online at flatheadbeacon.com. This episode was hosted, edited, mixed, and produced by me, Micah Drew, and music in this episode includes songs by a local Flathead Valley artist, Mike Murray. That's the show. Thanks for listening. <laughs>